welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. There was a time when cemeteries were a destination for the living. In the 1830s, most burying grounds were connected to our particular church or had been established in or near town commons. Many of the cemeteries in New England town centers had become overcrowded. As a result, a movement began in the United States to reimagine graveyards. This civic-minded cemetery movement had three goals. They were to establish graveyards on the edge of population centers, make them available to all people, regardless of religion, and landscape the property so it maintained a garden-like appearance welcoming to both the living and the dead. Mount Auburn Cemetery, outside of Boston, was established in 1831. An article in the Vermont Phoenix explained the purpose of the newly established cemetery. Quote, the cemetery is in the truest and noblest sense of public institution, of which the whole community may obtain the benefit upon easy and equal terms. It is believed the cemetery will become a beautiful retreat for the dead, at the same time, the consolation and pride of the living. Mount Auburn Cemetery was an example of how communities could demonstrate civic pride by honoring the dead in a landscape environment. As a result, many New England communities established cemetery committees that were populated with town's leading citizens. Here in Bradborough, the old East Village burying ground on the southern edge of town slowly evolved into Prospect Hill Cemetery. In the spring of 1844, the Vermont Phoenix began publishing articles about the status of the village cemetery. The series started by praising the setting of, quote, our lovely village, but continued by pointing out how, quote, the view from the cemetery is delightful, but the view of it gives anything but pleasure. The graveyard was described as full of, quote, noxious weeds and ugly briars. Not a tree sends forth its grateful shade, and, except in few instances, no shrubbery or flowers have been planted around the homes of the departed. All this is revolting to the instinctive respect for the dead, and we know this state of things is a source of deep regret to many of our village. As the summer of 1844 unfolded, the local paper kept complaining about the state of the graveyard. Here's an example from August 1844. Quote, the carriage road leading to the cemetery on Prospect Hill has been made smooth and the grade greatly reduced so that carriages can ascend the hill with comparative ease. The sidewalk for foot passengers has been widened, made smooth, and regularly graded. It only needs now that the cemetery itself should be improved to make it one of the most attractive places in this or any other neighborhood. When will this be done? Concerns such as these brought about a community effort to improve the appearance of the graveyard. Prominent town residents like Jacob Esty, Larkin Mead, and Richards Bradley became members of the Prospect Hill Cemetery Board of Trustees. The hill itself was known by different names. From the 1840s to the 1860s, it is referenced in different documents as Burying Ground Hill, Cemetery Hill, and Prospect Hill. Eventually, in keeping with the desire to improve the reputation of the cemetery, the name Prospect Hill became the one used in most publications. Many of the civic-minded goals of the cemetery beautification movement came to fruition at Prospect Hill Cemetery. Two examples are the prominent water basins that were incorporated into a few family burial plots. 
1899, Frederick Z. Dickinson added a granite water basin to the well-known family lot near the front of the cemetery. The granite chosen for the basin came from Quincy, Massachusetts, and was from the same quarry that provided the stone for the famous 221-foot Bunker Hill Monument. The intent of the water basin was to provide a free source of water for all those who wanted to maintain plantings and flowers in the graveyard. Receptacles were formed at either end of the basin. They were designed to receive discarded flowers from the many grave sites. A little more than 10 years later, a 30-ton Dummerstein granite excedra was installed near the south end of the cemetery. An excedra is a platform with seats intended for rest and relaxation. Excedras are elaborate outdoor benches that date back to the time of the ancient Greeks. A basin was constructed in the middle of the monument to provide water for plantings. Nettie Star Clement donated the fountain and etc. to the Prospect Hill Cemetery Association in memory of her departed family members. Dr. Henry Holton spoke at the dedication ceremony held for the monument 112 years ago this month. He said, quote, From time immemorial, the custom of setting up stones or erecting some imperishable monument to perpetuate the memory of those who have departed this life has been observed. We are told that everything shall live whither the water floweth. Hence, this fountain will furnish a supply of water to all who wish to place flowers on the mounts of the dear ones resting here. Next Saturday, October 28th, at 10 a.m., the Brattleboro Historical Society will give a walking tour of Prospect Hill Cemetery. We will share stories of some of Brattleboro's lesser-known residents who now rest in the graveyard. The tour will be free to members of the Society. It will cost $25 for non-members. This fee will buy you a Brattleboro Historical Society annual membership. Space is limited, so please call 802-258-4957 for reservations. We would like to thank Gilbert, Vader, Phil, Eliza, Jordan, Jackson, and Ella for reading This Week in Bradable History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.